0: Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mishnah Shabbos, Paragimel, Gimel, Mishnah Baze, and Mishnah Gimel. And we're going to be introduced to a new Talmudic era oven, a Tanor. So, yesterday we learned about a Kira. A Kira was an oven that was rectangle that had two holes on top to put pots on it. and Inside it, one put the fuel. A kubach is, excuse me, a Tanor is a long, narrow oven that you put the Fuel again inside and on top. You were to place the pot. Now, because it's very narrow on top and a little wider on bottom, it gets very, very hot inside and it doesn't lose its heat for a while. And therefore, even straw and chips, which we said in the previous mission with the kupach beca- became ash very quickly. And there was no issue of uh, of putting a pot on top of that because it didn't create coals in a kupach in a tannor. It's still a problem because that's how hot it gets, that it creates embers, which can be stoked, and embers, which can then turn, one make go and stoke and turn into flames again. Therefore, a tana which was heated with straw and chips, and for that matter, it goes without saying, certainly, if you heat it up with the other coals, with pulp or large pieces of wood, we may have placed food either inside it or on top of it, because again, it gets so hot, and creates these embers, no matter what the fuel is, and we're concerned a person might come to stir these embers. All right, our next type of oven, the kupach. What's a kupach? A kupach is essentially a kira, but rather than being a, a a rectangle, it's a square, and there's only room on top for one, one pot. And therefore, because it's a little smaller, it retains its heat a little longer, it gets a little hotter, and we treat it like a kupach and a tanner, depending on what the scenario is. Kupach is a kira. A kupa which was heated with straw or wood chips, we treat it like a kira, and therefore we assume it doesn't create coals. The guess of are But once it's with like pulp or once it once you use gefes or aidzim, pulp or large pieces of wood, and we treat it like a tanur, and then even if you uh, rake out or cover over these coals from the wood large wood pieces or the pulp, we say one's still not allowed to put the food on top, just like a tanur. Mishnah Gimel. Just as, just as that one is not allowed to use fire to cook, one can't use told esh. One can't use these uh, things that are secondary to fire, if you will, to cook as well. So you can't take an egg and put it next to a hot kettle in order that it should become cooked, because that too is, um, is biblically prohibited, although it's not directly cooking over the fire, but it's using the heat from something that itself is heated from the fire, and that's a problem and you not break an egg open and fry it on top of things that are heated in the sun. Let's say, and uh, you've seen other maybe perhaps on YouTube, a person cooks an egg on the on the roof or the hood of their car. So you very similar here. You cook it on a piece of metal that's heated in the sun. One's not allowed to do that either. That's a little deceptive. The difference between the first case in the mission and the second case is radical. In the first case in the mission, you're using told us, ha'esh. you're using something that's heated from a fire that is biblically prohibited. Whereas in the second case, you're using something that's heated by the sun, that's only rabbinically prohibited because, in fact, heating something from the sun itself heat it, is not a problem. One is allowed to use the fire, the sun, excuse me, the heat of the sun to cook. And the only issue, the only reason one, why one cannot use the tolis ish, something that's heated from the sun to cook, is rabbinic because one might come to confuse it with something that's heated from the fire. And this led to a big debate in Israel in the 50s and 60s with the Dud Shemesh. What's the Dud Shemish? The Dud Shemish are, are the uh, the hot water urns, the hot urns, hot water, um, the hot water heaters on top of everyone's roofs in Israel, ubiquitous throughout Israel. Those big white hot water, uh, hot water um, containers that heat up the water using solar energy. And the question was, is one allowed to use those in Shabbos? Because how is it getting heated up from the sun? And cooking with the sun is permitted. So, in fact, in the very first volume of the Shmir Shabbos saw Volume 1, edition 1, he permitted it, but in the subsequent editions, he prohibited it. So now it's a kleftizite, when you want the first edition, you have a kula. And there are many reasons to go both ways. Ultimately, the, the custom became in Israel, the is we don't rely on it, for many reasons. One is that perhaps, the two. well, I'll give two reasons. One is that part of the way in which the Dud Shemesh works is not just that the sun is heating it, but the water passes through what's effectively a very large magnifying glass, which makes the sun very intensely focus on the water to heat it up quickly. So one can make an argument that at that point, once it's passing through this glass, it's no longer the sun heating up the water, but it's the magnifying glass heating up the water. So now it's told us, a fama. it's secondary. It's a secondary source, just like in the case of the egg here, where it's not the sun heating it up, but it's the Piece of metal which gets heated by the sun, which is heating up the egg. And the other reason I think more practically is that the modern day duchemishes, these modern day boilers, um, it is excuse me, the modern day uh, duchemishes in Israel, they no longer rely solely on the sun. But any time that it's not sunny enough and the the temperature in the in the duchemish drops below a certain degrees. A boiler does kick in, and then it's, it's a regular old boiler like we all have here in America in our, ha- in our homes, and it's getting heated by a fire. So, whatever, whether it's because our modern day Yoshemishes no longer are relying solely on the sun, or because there were actual issues with the logic of the, of the Shabbos, such as one of them I just gave you that maybe it's a total Zachama, it's the magnifying glass heating up based off the, the heat of the, the rays of the sun, but not directly from the rays of the sun, the custom in Israel point to everyone I know and I, I I believe is we no longer, we don't rely on this. But where would it all start from? It starts from this Mishnah which tells us that that these heating things from the sun itself is permitted, but told us things that are heated from the sun that then go and cook, that is prohibited. One, what, 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 what one is not allowed to do is one is not allowed, we just read that, well uh, does permit one to take his egg in he, your soft boiling it, but putting it on these uh these, these metal these metal plates, which then are which then will soft boil the egg and the metal plates are getting heated from the sun. But what Ravyoshi agrees, one is not allowed to do is one may not bury an egg in in hot sand or in the dust of the roads, which are hot from the sun, in order to roast it, because then um Because then one might say, oh, if I'm allowed to bury it in sand and I'm allowed to bury it in the dust of the road, I could also bury it in hot ash. And that is going to be biblically prohibited because hot ash is heated from the fire. And that's a problem. I wish you all a wonderful day.